Well, hello. We are about to drop the second edition of the Best Damn Sports Report right here on All the Best Things. You're going to hear myself and two of my close friends discuss back and forth all things sports, which happens to be one of the best things. You see what I did there? (laughs) Anyway, if you like to talk about sports, you can sneak into our comment section, give your two cents about what we talk about. There's not a lot of sports going on right now, but we make do. So do me a huge favor if you like what you hear and smash the thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube and follow us on all social media platforms for more information. I can't thank you guys enough for listening. With that being said, I'm going to send you to this week's episode, The Best Damn Sports Report, version 2.0. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of All the Best Things. Today, we've done it once before. We're doing it again. It's The Best Damn Sports Report. So. This is the second version of it. We had Garrett once before. He he was only on audio, so this is our first time kind of bringing everyone together with video. We also have a good buddy of mine, Andrew, joining the show. He is a diehard Philadelphia sports fan. I'm kind of, in a way, I guess, a Philadelphia sports fan because one of my favorite baseball players plays there. And, uh, And then we got our resident Packers and Cardinals fan in Garrett. Uh, since Garrett's been on the show, we'll start with Andrew. Andrew, tell us a little bit about your fandom and, and how you got into liking Philly living out here in North Idaho. So, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a born and raised here in North Idaho, but my dad was born in Philly. My grandpa lived in Philly his entire life. So, uh, I just got kind of born and bred into the fandom, you know, Eagles, Phillies, Flyers, let's go. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. And, uh, Andrew was also one of my groomsmen in my wedding. So Andrew and Garrett, you know each other for those watching. It's not like they've never met or anything like that. So uh, Garrett, you got the Cardinals gear on. You got the Packers flag in the background. Where did your fandom come from? How did, how did it all start? Uh, yeah, I mean, as a, as a uh, young kid, I, uh, it was kind of funny. I was just looking at the Packers G. Um, thought it stood for Garrett and kind of rolled with it. So kind of a silly little story, but hey, I mean, been rocking them since I was about three or four. So, um, and then the Cardinals, my dad's just always been a lifelong fan of them. Um, so grew up, actually grew up watching the Mariners, but, um, you know, couldn't really stick with them. So, uh, you know, grew up watching Scott Rowan, Albert Pools, you know, just um, became a lifelong Cardinals fan through my dad. Nice, nice. So that actually kind of transitioned us nicely into our first question that I have for you guys. I'll direct this one at Garrett first. The Cardinals, as of like an hour ago, with all the craziness going on, had some players test positive for COVID. Uh, how do you guys think, Garrett, we'll start with you. How do you guys think this baseball season is going to play out? We're about a week in, and now two teams have players that have tested positive, and they're delaying games. What, what do you think is going to happen moving forward? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because – um, you know, they keep postponing games and it's, you know, it's like, how long are you going to do this until you're going to run out of time? You know, it's, yeah. I, I saw them propose uh, seven inning double headers, um, but it's going to come to a point where there's going to be that every day. So um, it's crazy. Yeah, I heard um, the two yesterday and then, um, you know, they were going to roll and if nobody else t- tested positive, they're going to play today and then, you know, four more. So, yeah, it's crazy. I don't see how, you know, it's going to, you know, be sustained over a long period of time. Um, 
you know, because we've already having tons of games postponed. And um, like I said, at some point you're just going to run out of time. You know, that's yeah. that's yeah. bottom line, <laughs> doesn't you know? So. Exactly. Yeah, Andrew, anything to add to that? I mean, Philly's been hit pretty hard because they were in a series with Miami, and Miami had like what 18 people in their staff and team test positive. Yeah, that and, one. And got Philly me. played them that weekend. Yeah, that one got me. You know, they decided they were still going to play, and they actually knew it, and so they didn't take responsibility, which whatever. Yeah, I'm with you, Gary. Yeah. I don't think it's going to – I think they're going to have to call it soon because it was already going to be a shortened season, and now I think they're going to have to do the bubble. Anything not bubble I don't think is going to last right now. Yeah, and it's crazy that – I mean, right after baseball season is, of course, football season, which is like the biggest money maker in – North America and how are they gonna how are they gonna play at least NFL in cities that are deemed hot spots you know what I mean because that's what's happening in with with baseball they're going to these cities and it's wherever there's a a bigger population there's more likelihood of getting the the big old c word the COVID so what do you guys think about that how do you think NFL in any way could even do a bubble I feel like they're kind of watching baseball right now and kind of seeing how it goes. They're using baseball as like a test subject. So every time I see a new cancellation, I get a little bit scared. I'm like, oh, crap, this probably isn't going to work. Because I don't know. I think if baseball cancels, football may try it for a week or two. But if they start – I mean, what if Mahomes goes down? What if Lamar goes down? Like, it's – okay, you're going to watch the – like, my thought is if you have a Super Bowl and all of a sudden Mahomes gets COVID the week before – you know, you're going to have backup versus backup. Like, what, what's the cool – I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think at some point they're going to have to – I don't know how you'd make it work, but, you know, have like maybe like four neutral sites, um, you know, somehow break up the schedule differently. Um, you know, I know while baseball was kind of talking about having like, you know, like six different conferences or like three big conferences. Like, they're going to have to somehow realign – you know, maybe for just one season, uh, that might be the yeah. best, you know, make four, maybe six neutral spots and realign the conferences and, you know, maybe have a shortened season. I, you know, maybe look at it like a college standpoint where they're just, you know, maybe just play conference games, you know, in, in college. So I don't know. It's, it's weird. Yeah. That sets it up. I, I saw that yesterday that college had announced many of the big um, conferences had announced that they're going to just play their conference games. And that got me kind of thinking, like, does COVID know the borders of all the states? Like, <laughs> like uh, I mean, think of just the SEC. Florida is going to play in Missouri. How? I mean, how is that not going to spread? How is that any different than Florida playing like a, like a North Carolina or something like that? Regionally, it would make sense to stay on the coast, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you have to do, like, kind of like Garrett was saying, do, like, a split it up and, you know, all four of the Northeast teams are going to show up and play. But that'd be weird, like, as an Eagles fan, like, okay, we could play Washington, you know, and New York, we wouldn't play that Dallas Washington that football team? Yeah. The Washington football team. That'd be weird, though, because, yeah, you wouldn't be able to play some of your, like, division rivals if you – chunk it up like that you know it'd be a true okay we're only playing new england boston you know washington new york yeah i mean for one year that might just be the norm you know i mean for yeah. this one, it might be you know you play your 
you know, you have your five teams closest to it. You play them each twice and you got 10 games scheduled. You know, I don't know, break it up somehow to, I mean, to even have a season because the way it's looking, you'll get three, four games in, there'll be so many cases and you got to just scrap it anyway. Yeah. Right. All I know is if Roger right. Goodell is watching and you he guys takes think this idea this from us. <laughs> yeah, we want, we want our cut. Big yeah, G, we want, we want our cut. We'll figure it out for you. <laughs> we got this. Yeah, ex- exactly. Um, last thing, and then I'm going to try to flip the switch so we have a little bit more of a positive feel for our sports report here. Last thing with the COVID, do you think under the circumstances right now that – the season for football, hockey starts today, and we're going to see how kind of the abbreviated version of hockey goes. Do you think they could just cancel the season entirely and start fresh in 2021? Is that even an option on the table? Yeah, I mean, they're going to lose a bunch of money, and that's, that's the main thing. Um, for them, yeah. but I mean, they're not having fans in the stadium anyways. So, yeah, I think that's the direction it's going to go. Um, I don't know about NBA. NBA has got a good model right now. Um, you haven't really mm-hmm. heard of any, um, you know, cases, uh, you know, and they're all staying at the same resort. They're all, I mean, that's the model of what baseball should have done. And I know they talked about it for a while, um, you know, having a couple, you know, um, ball, ballparks they play at like in Phoenix or you know wherever it may be um, I don't know how hockey's gonna work I haven't uh, heard too much about them but yeah. I think it's gonna get to a point where everything's gonna get canceled anyway so as much as I want sports right, right now it's you know it's you know are you are you gonna get to a point too where some new guys get it and then all of a sudden they don't want to come back and play you know uh, yeah I don't know. I think I think the smart thing, unfortunately, is to just scrap it and, and go to next year. But um, it's kind of unfair to say that, too, when, you know, NFL hasn't even had a shot to try it. Um, hockey today. So um, it's kind of a waiting game, unfortunately. Yeah. Andrew, anything to add? Yeah, I think it's like what you said, just wrapped it up pretty well. I mean, it's kind of a – I would love – I mean, I miss sports. I want to watch it. Hell, I bought the MLB channel. I haven't been able to watch a Phillies game yet. But uh, <laughs> so as much as I would like to have – August full of, you know, three or four sports teams going on at once. I don't know. At one point you got to worry about health and their families. I mean, good, like Marquis Goodwin already dropped out. You're going to have some big names start dropping. Yeah. I think might as well just yeah. like, do you want that asterisk? That's the other question. Is there an asterisk next to it? Like if you win and you had to play five games, does that really count? That's true. That's <laughs> true. Oh man. I don't know, but this is, this is a, kind of a weird start to our conversation let's flip the switch and go with my next question here it's a little bit happier we'll pretend that COVID doesn't exist for the next few minutes let's lay out your guys's NFL MVP if it was a normal season circumstances you know are are all normal and uh, we're gonna go with a surprise uh, maybe player um, or team that you guys think this year might blow up so let's first start with MVP vote. Let's go Garrett first. Garrett, MVP of the NFL season and why? I'm going to take the fourth ranked player on the NFL top 100. Okay. Um, first of all, just absolutely stupid that they think there's three players better than him, let alone two quarterbacks better than him. Um, 
my why, why not? I mean, he's the best player in the NFL right now. I mean, he does stuff that, you know, no one else does. Um, he, he does things that Aaron Rodgers used to do, just more athletic. So um, that's my why. I mean, basically, why not? Right. Not to pick him. Yeah, it's simple. It's simple. It's sweet. It's to the point. But, uh, Andrew, do you think uh, any differently? Yeah, I think right now it's Mahomes. You probably have some, like, Philly guy, right? You're thinking, like, uh, Carson Wentz, MVP, Super Bowl MVP. You're thinking he's going to throw for 5,000 yards this year? Bro, the comeback season's on. Just watch. Here it comes. It's, like, third comeback season, but he's coming. I was going to say, it's been comeback season since he's been in the league. Hey, he put up better numbers than, like, Watson with literally not having DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just saying put some respect on the name. Don't get me started on that. Andy was um, throwing to a, a quarterback from the pra- uh, practice squad last yeah. year, so that was fun. We almost had Josh McCown line up at receiver for us. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely – with your pick. It's Mahomes to lose. I mean, he's the best player in football. He's the – he's going to be the best player for years to come at this point. It's his – I think, you know, you got the sleeper MVPs, guys. You know, you got – you know. You know, Wilson always there. He, he could have a good year if Mahomes, you know, maybe drops off, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah. I think you got – yeah, you got Russell, you know, in the shadows. I think my sleeper team to look out for, though, is the Cardinals. I think with I like that, it. you know, Kenyon Drake and Hopkins, and you got Fitz for another year. I think having Fitz be able to not have to put all that pressure and time on the field, I mean, kind of drop back a little bit. Could it make him go go back some, you know, bigger numbers now, if that makes any sense? Yeah. Right on his shoulders and be double teamed anymore. So, uh, I know, you know uh, I'm obviously, yeah, this is I'm obviously always maybe outside. a unpopular, unpopular opinion here, but uh, I drafted Kyler Murray as my fantasy quarterback, and I don't even know if fantasy is going to happen. But I think with the addition of DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk is a stud, uh, obviously Larry Fitzgerald. They've got Kenyon Drake, who's a pretty good receiving back. And then Kyler Murray can just run around and, and like a chicken with his head cut off. They can't even catch him because he's, what, 5'9", uh, 180 pounds? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was my keeper so, this year. Oh, was he? Okay. I, I kept him in a dynasty league I won last year because I was like, he could be that year two breakout guy. I even had to drop my boy Wentz, which hurt a lot. So hopefully it doesn't backfire on me. But Oh, no. <laughs> I kind of did my draft weird this year. I don't know if you guys have even done a football draft yet, but I drafted uh, Michael Thomas was my first pick. I, I had the fourth overall pick. I figured uh, go big play receivers this year, and then I got like middle of the pack running backs, which I seem to always do, but we'll see how it goes. I don't even know if there's going to be a fantasy football season. So I always take middle of the pack running backs too. And then it, you know, screws me down the season because then they, you know, they go down or they get replaced by a rookie. And then I'm busy trying to find like these, these diamond and diamond in the rough, you know, third string guys that might have like a, a boom, you know, week. And then they get like 0.2 points and then I'm losing and, and getting pissed and it's just a mess. <laughs> I'm always yeah. gonna take. I'm gonna take a couple big running backs this year if I if I do it. So, there you go. I don't, I don't know. Last year I I won a league literally with Damian Williams as my number one running back. I had hey, he should. In my opinion, Damian Williams should have won the Super Bowl MVP. 
Oh, he I'm killed not against. Team. I'm not against Mahomes in any way, but Damian Williams, if he didn't have yeah. the game he had, it would have been tough for that comeback to happen. Yeah, he won me my league last year. I mean, I had like Michael Thomas and Wentz and Shark and Ertz, and I had a pretty good receiving core. But he was my only. He was my number one running back somehow, and I pulled it out. So <laughs> that's awesome. Garrett and I, when we met the first time and did our audio version of this, uh, all the best things, sports report, or I guess best damn sports report, uh, we talked about best wide receivers in the league, and DeAndre Hopkins came up a little bit. And I think we both agreed on Michael Thomas, though. Right, Garrett? Correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, we so, do. I think, uh, I think Michael Thomas is a good pickup, but like I said, my quarterback is Kyler Murray, and I picked Josh Allen as a backup because I'm like, I don't know if – Kyler Murray gets hurt or Josh Allen gets hurt or, and the Bills have a lot of hype this year. So we'll see. We'll see. They got Stephon Diggs up there in the uh, great white north now. So we'll see. Yeah, Frank was there. I don't know. I think. Uh, go yeah, for I don't it. Know. Michael Thomas is like, you know, the stat guy. I think you can't argue yeah. with that. I think, I think pure talent, I would take Hopkins over him just purely – just freak ability, basically. Yeah. Thomas is good. You know, he's a better route, route runner, I think. But then Hopkins is just the, I think, my 1A, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would agree with you guys as far as the MVP chat goes. Uh, I think Mahomes is the leader until someone dethrones him. Um, the thing that I don't understand, and I know that the top 100 that they do on NFL Network is, I think it's players and coaches vote on it, right? I don't know how that's all yeah. all tallied up, but in my mind, there is no way Lamar Jackson is the best player in the league. No. He's a good player. Get, don't get me wrong. He is, he is good, and he's dynamic, and he's talented, but I don't see him being a better quarterback than the Russell Wilsons of the world, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. I mean, Carson Wentz got kind of the short end of the stick in that whole thing. Um, there's a ton of quarterbacks that I think are more QB and less running back. You know what I mean? I just think Lamar's like a glorified running back. They always say dynamic with Lamar and it's like, well, yeah, he's supposed to be dynamic. Like he has to be, he, he's got to run around and make plays happen. You know, what do you guys, what do you guys think about Lamar Jackson? I mean, like you said, he, he has to make plays with his legs because, um, you know, he just doesn't have the arm talent yet. I mean, maybe eventually. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we also see that that doesn't last long in the NFL. You know, it, it may now because the NFL is going that way. But, you know, look at how good, you know, RG3 was his, his first year. I mean, and then, yeah. you know, I'm not I'm not trying to compare the two because I think Lamar Jackson is way better than RG3 was. But to say he's the number one player in the NFL, I mean, that's that's just disrespectful. I mean, okay, maybe – maybe 10th, 11th, maybe 9th, best, you know, just because of the season he had. But to put, to put him ahead yeah. of even Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson and, and some of the defensive guys is just it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of biased here, but how do you even put him ahead of, like, Rodgers or even, like you said, Wentz? I mean, as yeah. far as, like, a, like his season, obviously, yeah, he had the best season. But how do you, as, as far as, like, talent-wise, put him as the number one player? In, I don't know. That's just – especially ahead of Mahomes. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mahomes to be four is just an absolute joke. And who was yeah. the defensive player, or who was number three? Because it went Lamar, Russell, and then – Wasn't it Aaron Donald? Aaron Donald. Donald. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. if you had one person ahead of Mahomes, I guess I could maybe see that. But, I mean, 
To me, it was a joke. Is the defensive tackle really the third best player in the league? I mean, I, I think – I don't know. I don't know. He's – that dude's a freak. But I don't think he's he, a freak. At that position, even if you're a freak, I don't know if it warrants being, you know, number three. I don't know. Maybe top 15, top 10, but – how much does he really ch- – he changes the game, but how much does he really change the game? I mean, he can't throw touchdowns. He doesn't, you know, yeah. doesn't catch a 1,000 yards a season, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we're going to move on from the MVP chatter and the top 100 chatter to uh, your sneaky teams. I know um, Andrew said that one already, but Garrett, who, who do you think is a team that's on the, uh, the up and up? Well, I was I was going to agree with Andrew and say the Cardinals. I think um, just in that division too, you got the Rams already, um, you know, dropping. I don't. I mean, if the Rams go eight and eight, that would be a surprise to me. Uh, Jerry Goff is the most yeah. over, overpaid, you know, overrated yeah. quarterback. Um, and then you know, I think the Forty ers are good, but I don't think they're that good. Um, you know, Jimmy G still got to. You know, he's another guy that's got to do you know, more with his arms. So I, I see the Cardinals being there. Also, I mean, you kind of hit on a little bit, but I think Buffalo is going to be a surprise team. Um, you know, they already have, yeah. the, you know, the elite defense. Um, and then, you know, adding Stefan Diggs. And, you know, I'm a big Josh Allen fan. So, um, you know, just seeing him develop into, uh, you know, what's this, his third year, I think. So I think uh, this will be his third year, yeah. So we'll kind of see this kind of the uh, make or break kind of season. But I, I definitely, definitely like the Bills. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think the Bills, honestly, I don't think it's that crazy to put the Bills as the uh, the AFC East champions this year with Brady leaving the division. I mean, are we really sure that Cam's going to be the guy in New England? I don't know. Well, I don't out? know about that. More, can you throw a ball more than 15 yards? I mean, <laughs> he's got to bust it well, up. Well, who's shoulder. he going to throw to? Hey, boy, Julian Jack. Edelman doesn't run routes past 10 yards. <laughs> you mean you're not you're not on the Nikhil Harry hype train? I actually almost drafted Nikhil Harry or like picked him up on waivers and it was like, dude, that guy like twisted his ankle and sat out for eight weeks last year. Like, like I'm not sure he's the most durable guy. Uh, I know he's an Arizona State product and the guy that they're picking, I think he got drafted by San Francisco, Brandon is it Ayuk. I don't even know Ayuk? how to pronounce his name. Ayuk. They're saying yeah, he, he could be a big deal in San Francisco because Debo Samuel's all banged up right now and, yeah, so Arizona State coming out of nowhere. I don't know if you guys watch much college football, but Herm Edwards has a little uh, NFL like group down there. It's wild. It's I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the I don't want the Patriots to be good, but it's going to be weird if they're not good. You know what I mean? Like they've been so dominant for two decades now that if Cam keeps them as like a ten and six team, I'm going to yeah. be pretty upset. <laughs> I'm just see excited to see. I'm just excited to see if we can finally get an answer. If it's a does Brady did Brady carry Bell or did Bill carry Brady? I just want to see one of them do good and another one not do good. Almost just so I can kind of go, haha, that's what it was, you know. Or if it was yeah, combination or I could see I could see it being both of them having a down year. Honestly, I'm not on the top Tampa yeah. Bay hype. I mean, I think they're an eight and eighteen. I mean, yeah, they got the offensive weapons, but you know, we but know. Gronk, 75 years old and broken. They, after do, sitting I mean, like, they still do. I mean, and then even adding, uh, you know, Shady McCoy. I mean, I know he's old, but he's still got he's still got some juice in him. And But here's the thing. I mean, it's going to take more than a couple games to get it going. 
you know, especially yeah. with no preseason games. And yeah. then, uh, you know, do they have the defense? I know they got a couple of young guys on that team, but I just – I don't see them being more than 8-8. Eight and eight. I mean, they got to play, play Matt Ryan twice. They got to play Drew Brees twice. And then they got to go face Teddy Bridgewater twice, you know. And, and Carolina's not a bad team. They just didn't have a bunch of talent around Cam. And then yeah. last year, obviously, Cam wasn't even playing, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised Brady went to. I'm surprised Brady went to that division because he's been able to walk into the playoffs his entire career, and now he has to go through Breeze. I mean, it's not a walkable division now. Well, he's had a, he's had a tough go with Matt Ryan in the past too. Him and him and Matt Ryan have had some battles, so we'll see. I think the NFC South is definitely the division to keep an eye on this year, just because they're all they're all going to compete. You know, he yeah. should have went to the NFC East and just you know walked all over the Eagles and Giants and. You know. <laughs> Bro, the Red on Zoom call. Don't get me started, man. Don't, don't even do that to me right now. It's too early. <laughs> Not the Redskins. I mean, uh, fo- Washington football team. My bad. Yeah, I was going to say, don't be – yeah, what, Redskins. Bad. What's that? Great, dude. We're going to be on YouTube, and you're going to get us canceled because of your uh, derogatory statements. <laughs> you see, honestly, though, where, like, you know, there was people that said, like, it's not, like, a, a derogatory term. Like, it's, like, like they actually, yeah. like, picked it, you know? Like, I don't know. It's – you say you say one thing and someone's gonna twist it and get hurt about it and yeah. Just just real quick before we change topics, I just want to point out that what happened last time Brady played against the Eagles. Just just a quick reminder. Just saying. Oh, he got he got big dick Nick. Forty one thirty three, baby. Forty one thirty three. It's all that matters. And Nick Ford led them and Wentz was on the bench. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, big dick Nick. I'll take it. If I uh. You know, if I was ever to be, like, a replacement player in the NFL, I'd want to be, like, Nick Foles. He's literally played, like, what, 10 years in the league, and he's started for, like, four seasons. And he's well, won a Super at, Bowl. If you look so. at just his Philly numbers, just his Philly numbers, the dude's, like, almost, like, he's a stud just in Philly, and then he leaves and kind of, eh. He got a fat contract from Jacksonville. Huh? What did he get, like, 88 88- – Eighty-eight million dollars or something guaranteed. Yeah, yeah you got paid. something stupid. Minshew mania. What's, oh what, man! What's going to be embarrassing is if he goes to Chicago and can't beat out Trubisky. That's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, I think Garrett and I touched on this before too. Trubisky, you bring it up. I don't know why people are so. I know he's last year was not a great year. I get that. I understand, but. They were 12-4 and four the year before, and they went to the playoffs. I'm pretty sure he won the division in his rookie year, right? Well, yeah, that's because he was throwing the ball more than five yards. That's yeah. now he's got, it's almost like he's got the, like, you know, like in golf, how you have, like, the yips. Like, he's almost yeah. like he's got the yips. Like, he can't throw the ball more than five yards. Like, his average average completion or yards per attempt last year was just stupid. It was, like, four. I mean, it was just – it was bad. Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, though, he doesn't really have weapons. Are we going to consider Allen Robinson an elite receiver? Well, now he's got nine tight ends, though. So That's true. Yeah. And, and seven of them are undrafted. So. <laughs> and Jimmy Graham, who everyone thinks is amazing, but yet couldn't do anything with Rodgers. So. I have never thought Jimmy Graham was amazing, ever. Even when he was playing with Reese, he's had some of the best quarterbacks that we've known in our lifetimes throwing to him, and he still is, I think, a middle-of-the-pack tight end. Well, in a 6'7", and you got little 5'11", you know, safeties or, you know, 6'1", slow tight ends on – or linebackers on him, I mean, he's going to look decent. Yeah. 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 Speaking of tight ends, uh, Philly's got a couple tight ends up there that are uh, kind of a big deal, huh? What do you, what do you yes. think, Andrew? Yes, sir. I'm, uh, I'm not dumb. You know, I think everybody asked me my top – 
three or where Ertz ranks. I think Ertz is, you know, a top three dude. I think Kelsey's got a little bit ahead of him. And then Kittle and him, I think, are about tied right now. Kittle's up and coming. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I like our tight ends, man. I got, like, only reliable we really have right now is Ertz and Goddard. And, and superstar rookie Jalen Rager or Rieger or whatever from TCU. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to – I mean, when we drafted him, don't get me wrong, there were some uh, – some words I can't say on this podcast being thrown out there. In my you can say room. whatever you want. This is YouTube, man. This is uncensored. Don't, oh, don't, God, they, don't, don't, have, <laughs> don't they have Hightower from Boise State, too? Yeah, they got some good speed. Like, if you look at the, – they're kind of doing that. Philly went, like, just fucking track team. Like, everybody they got runs, like, a 4-3. Like, it's ridiculous. Everybody's just – and I'm actually kind of hyped on Rager a little bit just because – I saw some of his highlights. I looked more into him. I think he has the potential. Because if you look at where he played at, he had the worst quarterback in college football. Literally ranked the worst quarterback in D1 college football. Throwing the ball. <laughs> like, not even exaggeration. So, I think the fact that he was able to put up good numbers with a nobody. And he went, like, three quarterbacks in three years or something. Yeah. So, I think if you, right. just look, if you look at just his pure speed and pure talent, having someone like Went throw him the ball, I think is pretty – I think he could have a pretty good year. I think he could be in – Plus, he's got no one ahead of him right now. I mean, it's his to take. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew I just want to point out, if you think you're mad on draft night, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Even my girlfriend still brings it up. She's like, every time I talk about Jordan Love, she's like, did you guys hear the, the podcast with Rogers on uh, – oh, what was the guy's name? Uh, from Good Morning Football. He was on this podcast. You guys hear that? No. Schrager? No, uh, Rogers was talking about um, – the question got brought up to him about um, draft night and then love. And he was talking about how he was sitting there and he's like, Oh, I was looking at, you know, names of receivers. I was liking, you know, I really liked uh, Jefferson from LSU. And then he was saying, you know, he really liked the Arizona state guy. Um, and then he's like, you know, I was sitting there, we traded up. He's like, I was stoked. I was pumped. And then my agent texted me that we were drafting a quarterback and I went to the, the kitchen and got some whiskey. <laughs> so, it's crazy. I mean, on the podcast too, he said, you know, he, you know, he's not, he understands the move and he understands why they went that way. But like at the same time, he sees his time coming short at Green Bay. So it's going to be crazy to see someone other than Rogers there. I mean, and then, you know, don't get me wrong. I like Jordan Love. I think right now he's kind of like a poor man's Mahomes. Um, you know, I'm not hyping him up. I'm just saying, you know, that's kind of how he plays. But, I'm going to say, damn, to touch out that that's, with the That's a tall bill to order right there, man. Yeah. You have his <laughs> that's, expectations that's, that's through the roof. That's been the comparison. Like, he makes kind of, like those kind of plays, but, like, he's nowhere close. Like, he's, like, he's very, very raw. He, you know, he needs to be polished. He he could be really good, but, he's, you know, he throws a lot of stupid balls. I mean, you know, so he's, he's kind of a mix of, like, a, a poor man Mahomes with, like, a Brett Favre decision-making, you know, so – I'm excited if he can learn a little bit of accuracy and everything from Rodgers, but I, I just don't see that ending well. Yeah, and for them, what, two years ago to guarantee Rodgers all that money and then what? to draft a quarterback, they're like, all right, man, here's all this money, but just so you know, you're out the door in a year or two. That's crazy to me. Well, and I think next year all of his – guaranteed money or something comes off the book so I mean we could see Jordan Love as soon as 2021 which is crazy and you know the, the guy in the, the guy in the podcast asked him he's like you know so how do you think you're looking at Chicago um, Chicago Union oh man that broke my heart oh no <laughs> <laughs> what they're gonna it's always weird to see like a, a guy that's been a career starter somewhere go to like another team I go back to like Joe Montana 
it's weird to see him in like Chiefs gear, you know, for that one or two seasons. You know, Farve and purple or green and white for the one year he was there. I mean, it's weird. It's weird when these tenured guys. I don't know if it was weird for Andrew McNabb as a Redskin. That was probably, I mean, a Washington football team member. I was going to say, stop dropping the R word, bro. No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. McNabb, I didn't care too much. The one that actually really, I was done with him. The one that actually really hurt me was Dawkins. Like, I'm a big yeah. Doc guy. That's my favorite. So, when he played in Denver, that, like, broke my heart for a couple seasons. Yeah, Weapon X, baby. Now, I'm a, <laughs> Doc's my favorite, like, football player, like, of all time. That's my guy. So, that one still stings a little bit, you know, knowing he had to play a couple yeah. years in Denver. I'm like, should have just kept him. Should have been a lifelonger. I yeah. mean, it was, it was pretty weird seeing Jordy Nelson in a Raiders uniform. That just did not look good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you ever – you guys listened to the uh, Pat McAfee show ever, the podcast? Every once in a while, yeah. Dude's hilarious. He has A.J. Hawk as a uh, co-host. And, uh-huh. a, and I'm sure Garrett knows A.J. Hawk. But I guess A.J. Hawk and Jordy Nelson are, like, best friends in real life. And he's had, they've had Jordy on the show before, like, interviewing him. Jordy Nelson's like a farmer. He literally oh, goes out and, like, works the farm now. Like, in the that's off, his in the retirement. Off, that was his training in the offseason, though, too. Like, he would just – Yeah. Know, like, bales of hay and just, like – it was cool. Like, he was your down-to-earth, like, redneck, like, get yeah. your hands on type of guy. He literally was taking a call on their podcast or whatever, and, and Jordy Nelson was out on the farm just, just like, bucking bales while he was doing a podcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. We need more guys like that in the league. All right, we're going to switch it up one more time. Let's go with Rookie of the Year. Who do we have Offensive Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year? Garrett, we'll start with you. Oh, I was kind of hoping you'd throw it to Andrew so I had some time. We don't um, throw it to Andrew. <laughs> I'm ready. Andrew's ready to go. Uh, go for it, Andrew. Uh, defensive, you got to I think defensively of the year, you got to go with that Washington football team kid, that Chase Young. I mean, being a yeah. Penn State fan, I saw him just dis- destroy us in Ohio every year. So I think he's the number one for defense. Yeah. Plus, playing with, you know, playing under, uh, you know, Riverboat Ron should probably get him some good numbers. Um, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, uh, offensive, I think. You know, I'm, I'm going to have my boy. I think Rager's going to have just a crazy year, going to blow us all over the water. I think because you got the C.D. Lamb who's going to – just saying, just saying. C.D. Lamb, you know, is he's got to compete with a lot of t- touches. and Homer. Backs over and not paid. Homer pick. I had to do one. I had to do one. <laughs> I think Dallas, oh, you got, man. Dallas, you got unsigned Dak Prescott and fucking Zeke and Lamar. That's a lot of people to feed. So, I think C.D. is not going to put up as crazy numbers. Yeah. Ayuk, you know, you got Jimmy G, but same thing, you get Kittle. So, I mean, we'll see if Jimmy G can throw him the ball that far. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge Jimmy G guy. Jefferson is going to look good. I forgot, I forgot where he went. I don't remember where Jefferson went either. Viking, Isn't he a Viking? Right? Yeah. What's up? I think he's yeah, a Viking. He, he stayed in the purple, okay. I believe. I think he's with the Vikings. Then you got okay. Kirk yeah, I think, uh, you know. So, that's what I'm saying. I think I got to go with my guy. He's, he's, he's going to eat. That's all I can say. They're going to start throwing balls. He's going to be the one dude – catch it some so if he's even remotely talented he's gonna have opportunities you better hope he's not nelson aguilar 2.0 hey once again don't be cussing on me like that it's too early <laughs> oh garrett moving down to you what uh who do you got offensive and defensive rookie of the year 
Um, offensive rookie of the year, probably Jordan Love. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think easy pick, obviously, uh, you know, it's, even if he plays decent, I mean, they're probably going to hype him up, go Joe Burrow. But I'll give you a sleeper. I was going to say Justin Jefferson um, just because, you know, you got Stefan Diggs gone. I mean, I know Thielen's going to still take a lot of the balls, but um, he's kind of my sleeper uh, in yeah. Minnesota, unfortunately. Hopefully he doesn't do too much against our Packers. Um, and then I got two defensive guys. I'll say Akuda at the Lions. Um, I like it. Yeah, big high. Yeah. I'm high on that guy. Um, and then I think Kenneth Murray. And I can't remember what team he went to, but the linebacker, he was he was dirty. Um, yeah. I was, I was high on him, and then uh, Patrick Queen, was that his name? Uh, the other linebacker. So I was high on both of those guys. So um, it's hard for a linebacker to win. I mean, unless they put up numbers like, you know, Mac does. But um, I, I like Akuda yeah. a lot. My picks for Rookie of the Year. I forget where he went. What's the kid's name from Clemson? Simmons? The, like, oh, hybrid safety linebacker? Yeah. Arizona. Oh, Isaiah Simmons? Did he go to Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like him. At, uh, I think he's going to be kind of like a Patrick Peterson as far as just being able to kind of one-on-one -on -one guys a lot more. He's going to come up and smash guys sitting in the, in the gaps, you know? Um, and he's got good hands. He's got pretty good hands for being a, like a linebacker, strong safety hybrid. Honestly, and Andrew will like to hear this, he kind of reminds me of like a – I mean, not nearly as aggressive as Dawkins, but like – Kind of like a young Dawkins. So I like him on defense. And then offensively, you guys are going to shoot me the shit for this one. But it was just announced that Damian Williams is opting out of the season for the Chiefs. Ah, pick 32. And I think Ed Edwards Hilaire, pick 32 from round one, the LSU product. I think he uh, – yeah. they said he's already a better uh, receiving back than Williams was. And if obviously we all picked Mahomes for MVP, if you got the MVP slinging you the ball, there's a good chance that you're going to be making plays. So I like Edward Solaire yeah. on offense. Uh, and then, yeah, he doesn't even have competition now because Damian Williams opted out of the season. So I think it's his show. He's going to be a workhorse back, three down back. And I think he's going to get 20 to 30 touches a game, whether it be receiving, you know, carries, whatever. I think they're going to use him a lot. Um yeah, and then Isaiah Simmons. I think Arizona is going to be a good team this year. Like you guys touched on, that division is pretty stacked. I mean, we've got the NFC West and we've got the NFC South, I think, that are going to be two divisions to have three-team races in, possibly. Um, if you consider the Rams maybe still a competitor. Um, but, yeah, those are kind of my picks. Um, what do you guys think about switching gears one more time to kind of wrap everything up today? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. All right. So we're going to go back to baseball since it's currently in its season. Let's say they finish the season 60 games, whatever, right? And then we go into playoffs. We got the uh, World Series coming in like, what, December? Christmas World Series. <laughs> um, MVPs, who do you guys think? National League, American League. And then think about it. We're going to go Cy Young as well. It's a shortened season, so Cy Young's stats aren't going to be as eye-popping. MVP stats aren't going to be as eye-popping. But let's pretend that whoever you pick has played all 60 games and they're, they're a playoff team, most likely. Garrett, you're a diehard baseball fan writing your own column, right, for OT Heroics, yeah. Cardinals guy. 
I assume you're going to have a Cardinals player. Uh, I have a Cardinals player for my Cy Young pick. Uh, yeah, I mean. We'll shoot uh, it to you. MVP, Cy Young. I'll start with Cy Young, and I know you're thinking Jack Flaherty. Um, yeah. But I think he'll, he'll be there, but I'm going to go with the easy choice and, and pick the Grom. Um, okay. I mean, just – guy's just dirty. Um, about all I can say about him. Um, AL MVP right now, I mean, oh man, it's it's tough too because, like, there's not a lot of games being played. Like, there's so many postponed games and whatnot, so it's hard to, like, pick. But um, if he can stay healthy and if he can mash like he did the first night, I'm going to go with uh, – John Carlos Stanton. I mean, just okay. the number, you know, what do you, I know he only, he hit those, he's hit two homers. He hit that blast on, um, you know, opening night. Yeah. Um, but if he can stay healthy and the Yankees can actually play games, um, I like him. National League, that's tough, man. Andrew, you got plenty of time to think up there, man. Yeah. Garrett's, Garrett's taking yeah. his time. Just, you better have answers ready to rock. I'm going to go. National League, you know, on a normal thing, I would say Acuna, but that dude's been striking out left and right. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I don't know. That's that's tough. That's There's no one on the NL side that's really just, like, popping out to me. Um, yeah. No, I'll give you a sleeper pick. And it's, okay. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name, but the young guy from San Francisco Giants. Uh, Yastrzemski? Yeah. yeah. That's – that dude's been lighting it up, so I'll go ahead and say him. Okay. You know what? Okay, if we've learned anything from these shortened seasons, it's that teams that could suck ass normally are probably going to be contenders this year. Anything can yeah. happen. You get yeah. hot for a 50-game stretch. I mean, there's guys that get hot for 40-game stretches. I mean, it's – you know, well, look, they, at like, look at like Kyle Lewis in Seattle right now. I mean, he's hot. Yeah. Um, Nelson Cruz, you know, so. Yeah. The ageless so, Nelson Cruz. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, it's who knows in a sixty-game season. It, it's kind of like, like you said, a team that shouldn't even be there could go ahead and win it all. Uh, yeah. A guy that hasn't been good in a couple of years could get hot, and you know, mm-hmm. so it's it's kind it's kind of cool in a way because you know anybody it's kind of anyone's to lose. You know, anyone can anyone can go grab it. So, did you pick an AL Cy Young or am I just deaf? Did I not? No, I did, no, I did, did not. not hear. Um, okay. See, I don't follow the AL that much because, you know, I watch all my Cardinals games. Um, right, right. Flip it, back, flip it back to me, and I got one after Andrew. Okay, all right, Andrew, we're going to you. Let's start with uh, Cy Young Awards uh, and then MVPs. Who do you got? You know, I'm not as into baseball as you guys are. I'm a, I kind of watch Phillies games, and so I'm not trying to sound dumb on, on your podcast already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I agree with him with DeGrom. I think DeGrom having to play in my division already. I've seen what he can do. That guy's you just You get to see him a lot more. You yeah, get to see him sorry. a lot more than, than the cards. Was it two, three years ago when Nola had a pretty good year and he actually was in the Cy Young race and he still lost to DeGrom? It was like if DeGrom wasn't there, I think Nola had a pretty good shot that year. Yeah. Um, put up some good numbers. I, I got to say DeGrom. AL, I honestly, I'm with Garrett. I don't know. I'm, I'm drawing blanks right now on AL. Um, Cy yeah. Young. I think I'll go AL MVP. I got to go with my Philly native, uh, Mike Trout. 
Okay. Dude's just, dude's just a monster. I think he's the best player in, in, in baseball. Yeah. You know, guys, he was supposed to be sitting here in powder blue with Harper, but he decided to be loyal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, hey, and then I think, uh, you know, <laughs> another homer pick, man. I think NL, I think Harper's going to come out fiery. So if, we, if we were going to play baseball again, I think having Washington win after he leaves. I'm just saying, I think after Washington leaves, after he, you know, after win after he leaves, I think he's fired up. I think all the talk of him being overrated, he's fired up. Mm-hmm. He, he, muscled, he muscled up over the offseason, hoping he's driven as hell. I think he has that drive still. And I think, like you said, the shortened season. I think, you know, yeah. he doesn't have to worry about – because Harper is like a streaky hitter. So, if he can get hot, he can get hot, you know. Yep. So, I think instead yep. of having those times where he may lull down, if he can just get on one and get pissed off and proven something, I think he could put up some serious numbers. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. About, plus, I know, you know, you're rocking the powder blue Harper jersey. I had to – I have to. Yeah. Oh, and I, I got the uh, matching hat on. Yes, sir. Got the 90s – got the 90s Phillies rocking here. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a – AL Cy Young, I don't really know. I don't watch too much AL baseball, so I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, bow out of that one. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. It's all good. Uh, my picks will move to Cy Young first. I touched on it before. Jack Flaherty. I think he's just he's got some nasty stuff, and he's young. Uh, so I think if he doesn't get it this year, he's gonna get it in the next year or two. Uh, as long as the Cardinals are competing too, because I think this year. What are the – I think starters are only getting what, like 10 uh, – not even 10 starts, eight starts? Yeah, well, if they started Max, every fifth like game, it would be – yeah, if they started every fifth game, it would be 12, but uh, I don't But know. I think some of them are doing like six-man rotations yeah, this year just yeah. to kind of prevent – you know, they don't want to add basically useless miles or what they're deeming as useless miles onto an arm. So I think Flaherty will get eight to ten starts – they might scratch him for one or two, something. Who knows? Flaherty's my NL. Uh, AL, I'm going to have to go with one of the Twins pitchers. Uh, I think Barrios, uh, I think since the Twins, they, I mean, they're going to hit a ton of home runs. He's going to get run support. Um, and he's on my fantasy roster, so i got to kind of hope that he does well. Um, if he doesn't, it's definitely going to be Shane Bieber from Cleveland. Uh, the other day he just pitched a, I have him on my fantasy roster too. <laughs> he pitched, uh, eight innings. Uh, I think he only allowed like three hits, no walks, struck out 13. So he's kind of already primed and ready to go there. So, um, MVPs, I'm going to do a sneaky one. If, if he comes back from his Corona thing, I don't know. I haven't watched many Washington games, but I think Juan Soto, uh, could win an MVP. He, he can swing the stick. I like his fire. I like that he's not just like some average guy on the, you know, just coming up and, and getting base hits or whatever. He's out there trying to smash the cover off the baseball and yeah. uh, he, he plays his, his fair share out in, out in the outfield as well. So I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see an MVP win a gold glove. Um, he was NL, right? So my AL MVP, Mike Trout's the easy pick. Right. I, I like Trout. I, I don't think you can argue that he's by far the best player on, on any MLB roster right now. Uh, but I'm going to go with his teammate, actually, Anthony Rendon. I think uh, he's going to add a little bit of pop to that lineup. Um, and I think he's going to take a little bit of pressure off Trout, where Trout's going to be like, you know, if 
they're normally like an 80 win team, you know, like an 80 and 82, not making the playoffs, you know, and Trout's just out there pissed off or whatever, trying to get his stats up. I think Rendon's going to give him a little bit of relaxation midsummer here. And then I don't, when is the world series? I don't even know. They pushed it back, right? They probably haven't even announced it yet because they know the season's not actually going to come to an end. But I don't think the Angels are going to compete for a World Series, but I think they have the, the AL MVP on their team for sure, whether it be Trout or Rendon. So, um, all right, guys. Well, do you have anything left to add? This is kind of our open segment right here. You, whatever your news, notes, thoughts, what are the rumblings you're hearing amongst the grapevine? I mean, what Garrett's got to have some insider secrets about the Cardinals he can share. Uh, Andrew, what's what's going on in Philly training camp? Um, you're like the Jay Glazer of our podcast now, so don't don't tell us that some fourth string guy has COVID. We don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, open forum. Let's go. News and notes, yeah. whatever you guys have. Lasting thoughts, and then we'll wrap this baby up. So I actually uh, actually thought of my AL Cy Young real quick. I'll throw it back in. And yep. I don't know how I couldn't think of him. He's got the same name as me. I'm gonna go Garrett Cole. I mean, that's okay. That's, you know, that's pretty easy as well. I got him on my fantasy team as well. And, uh, yeah. You know, I was thinking, like, how did I miss that? But, uh, no, I just wanted to uh, – other thing I had to say was uh, I saw some guy had tweeted that uh, the, the, the two Cardinals that um, re- got reported COVID yesterday. Um, uh-huh. I thought it was kind of awkward, you know, weird. He, You know, he's like, he knew who they were. He's like, I'm going to keep the names, you know, like hidden, you know, for privacy reasons. He's like, but I can tell you they're pictures. And I was kind of like, well, why yeah. would you even you know, come out and say that, you know? Because there's only yeah. so many pictures, and you know they can kind of, um, but you know, be interesting to see who they are. Um, you know, you gotta, you know, you know, it's like Mike Trout. I'm, you know, I'm kind of curious to see what happens there because you know he's on paternity leave now. Um, you're gonna have yeah. his kid born, and like, is he gonna want to come back? You know, that kind of like to me, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, if if Mike Trout don't come back and play, you know, you know he's the face of the MLB. Uh, Oh, there's a lot of interesting things going on right now, and uh, kind of interested to see how they play out. But I'm kind of scared too, because like I, you know, like Andrew said earlier, we, you know, we, we want to have a sports here, and it's kind of kind of scary to think of a you know a season without baseball, and maybe even without football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Andrew, any uh, final thoughts? Mm. Last uh, bits of information you want to leave us with? I'm sure you got some kind of like song Philly based that you want to sing for us. Drop some like Meek Mill before you peace out or whatever. I was gonna say if you want me to start start start, start, start rapping some Meek, I got you. You know, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll bust out some Meek. Oh, Dreams geez. and nightmares. No, uh, I think I just updated that the Phillies are finally able to uh, go back and practice. No more positive COVID, so they should get back in the ballpark now. So hopefully we'll have nice. it, like you know. Yeah, so hopefully I'll actually get to watch a, a Phillies game this year. That'd be kind of cool for, you know, 80 bucks I spent for MLB TV if I get three games out of it. Uh, yeah, I know. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at that same thing. You know, I, I really wish we had sports. You know, we all can agree. All of us kind of sports are our go-to. That's our hobbies. So it's mm-hmm. kind of sad not being able to just come home and watch a game or all the updates and all the fun stuff. But at the end of the day, you know, it's scary. Like you said, Trout has a kid. You know, all these guys have kids and families at home, like, I want to be selfish and say, get your ass out there and do it. You know, you're making 300 million or whatever, but end of the day, you know, hopefully we'll have it. We'll see. Like I said, we'll, it's all a guessing game at this point. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm supposed to go down uh, to Arizona for a game if they final have thoughts. Oh, sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, we have. We're supposed to. That'd go be down. cool. Yeah, my little brother's a Cardinals fan, so Eagles play in Arizona this year if it happens. So we're kind of like, oh, get a chance to see Fitz and go down there. But at this point, it's can't buy a ticket yet because who knows if we're even gonna have a season. Yeah, I mean yeah. we. We, yeah, that's Packers, crazy. Packers playing Houston this year, and I was like, all right, great. Like, finally going get to get to go watch, you know, Rogers ball out. And, of course, it's this season, right? The one chance yeah, right. I get to go, you're not even going to have it. So, we'll see. Yeah. Huh. It'll be interesting. We'll, we'll see kind of how it all unfolds. But yeah. my final thoughts, um, for those of you, I don't know if you guys heard this, uh, the NFL agreed to basically any player that's opting out if they're – like more at risk for COVID, they're only guaranteed $350,000 instead of whatever their yearly salary would be. Hmm. And if they're less at risk, but they still choose to opt out, they only get 150K. So it's, there was a lot of people like I've seen on Facebook and Instagram and all these Twitter arguments and stuff like, oh, they're going to get their whole salary. I wish I could opt out of my job. But it's like, no, they're actually getting <laughs> like 150000 compared to 15 million is a pretty yeah. different amount of money. So oh, I think they're but, trying to entice these guys to play, even though they know that like, Hey, if, if there's medical things coming up, like we understand you got to opt out. Is that, is that include the guaranteed money? Cause I know like Devin Funches for the Packers just opted out and they were talking about how he'll still get like his guaranteed. Shoot, I don't even know how much it was. Let's just say like 800,000. Um, I don't know if that falls into the same category or not, but I know like I think it's just they were yeah, saying I think like it's just you know, like their compensation or whatever. They're not it's whatever the value of this year would be minus uh, bonuses and guarantees and and you know like roster bonuses and stuff like that. I think they forego that, um, but I'm not really sure. Well, I think the bonuses, people. like bonuses, they'll get because those are. I think they get right. those right when they sign the paperwork. They, yeah, well, they they cut you a check, but now they just direct deposit it to your uh, bank account offshores, yeah. right? So they don't have to pay taxes. Venmo you, <laughs> Venmo you ten million dollars. You know, just just chill stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to me. yeah, and then you go out and buy a uh, ownership stake in a baseball team, right? So smart kid, half a billion dollars. <laughs> I guess I, I guess you can spare a few. Yeah. It's been – I haven't heard the number that he paid to, to become part of ownership, but God, it can't be cheap. To uh, to make so, a lot of situation, wouldn't it be nice to be able to just opt out and make, like, 300 grand still just sitting right? at home? That, yeah. These guys are probably complaining because it's not very much, too. But <laughs> I know. It should be nice just to sit here and talk sports and make 300 grand. My thought of that was the guys be. like the – my thought of this guys like for going a little back to that, but without training camps and without preseason games, like, what about the guys that are, you know, like roster bubbles or fighting for spots? Yeah. Like they're yeah. kind of screwed now. I mean, they, they don't have the opportunity to show off. And so, like, if you're on a – you're barely on a roster, you know, you're probably have to work at, like, McDonald's on the on the weekends because you don't have – you know, these guys aren't going to be making change. Like, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. So, we'll see. Um, again, going back to what Garrett just said about making $300,000 talking sports, if anyone's listening and wants to sponsor this, uh, open sponsorship is available right now. Uh, just slide into my DMs. We'll get like FanDuel's or something to FanDuel or one of them to sponsor us. You know, we'll, I'm, I'll clearly be okay wearing a, a FanDuel shirt, you know, to promote offsite gambling and all that. So 
And if I'm you only know anyone at FanDuel, haul at your boy. I'm only asking 10% too, so. Yeah, 10%. <laughs> that's a fair cut. That's a fair cut. So, all right, guys. Uh, any last words? If not, I think, I think we kind of touched base on what sports we have right now. Uh, I'd like to do this, like I said, maybe like once a month, see how sports kind of progress through all this. Once we get into like a regular sports year again, hopefully we can do this like once, you know, once a month, once, once every other week, something like that, just to kind of touch base and see how you guys are doing. I know Garrett's down in Houston where it's 500 degrees and there's hurricanes threatening. So wishing you uh, safety and just being cool with being hot. <laughs> uh, Andrew just bought a house. So congratulations to Andrew on, on buying the house and being a uh, proud homeowner. Now you just have a list of shit to do for the rest of your life. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just doing this, doing the podcasting, doing the fitness thing and trying to keep it real. We had 102 degrees up here, Garrett. So we kind of feel your pain, but it's, I know it's 102 in the shade in Texas. Yeah. So. Yesterday, I think it was like 94, felt like 104. So uh, but I want you to get some shirts made that says being, being cool with being hot. And I think it's all <laughs> rough. Yeah. And then it'll say FanDuel on the back. They'll sponsor exactly. this. So, exactly. okay. Bam. Hit them up, boys. All right, guys. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe like tick pick on the side too, you know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right guys well that was great to catch up and do a little bit of, of sports talk even though it's maybe not under the best circumstances until next time i bid you adieu see you guys